From the moment the possibility of her was in my awareness, Luna Wild has been my greatest joy, my greatest mirror, and my greatest confidant. This podcast is an audio diary of letters I've written over the years, exploring modern day womanhood, the meaning of life, and the shit everyone is feeling but too ashamed to talk about. The first two years of letters can be found in my book, Dear Luna Wild, A Mother's Journey to Self-Discovery, Spiritual Awakenings, and a Shit Ton of Healing. Each episode contains one letter in chronological order to my daughter, my love, my light, Luna Wild. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you resonate with these tiny pieces of my heart. I was never one of those women who knew she wanted to be a mom. Perhaps it was the deep-rooted shame surrounding my sexuality or the media's depictions of mothers that made me quickly declare this journey wasn't for me. As my peers became parents, I watched their narratives take a drastic shift towards just wait till, as if it was a badge of honor for the suffering they endured and I would soon discover myself. I didn't want any of that. I told my husband that when I stopped having dreams that I was pregnant and mortified, I would know I was ready to start a family. Those dreams never stopped. So instead, I decided to tune them out in hopes that motherhood would make it all go away. That didn't work either. When my husband and I decided to start a family, my grandma passed away. Her death ignited a deep questioning within me, one that I'm still trying to figure out to this day, but surely changed the trajectory of my life forever. And it all started with a letter. April 13th, 2018. Dear baby, we buried my grandma Teresa today. Her passing has ignited a fire within me calling me to step up and accept my true calling. I wasn't the granddaughter who knew her the best or tried the hardest. I lived five hours away and only saw her a few times a year, if I was lucky. Throughout the three days I spent with the women of my family planning her funeral, there was a voice whispering inside of me. Step up, it said. And so I did. I volunteered to give the eulogy when no one else thought they could. I knew it had to be me. All I could think to myself was, if I truly want to be a parent, how can I not have courage when my family needs strength? While I had been looking forward to a few days of bereavement away from work to take a break from writing, I welcomed the opportunity to use my gift for my family. It didn't take long before the words flowed out of me into the perfect eulogy. One thing you'll come to realize about me is that I am fairly confident I was a vaudeville performer in a past life. The thrill of performing ignites me at my core, yet years of adolescent bullying and emotionally abusive relationships turned my vivacious thirst to please a crowd into a more introverted and cautious sense of self. I can't even quantify the number of times in the last decade after a presentation or performance I've thought, I know I could have done better. Dressed in grandma's pearls and my grandpa's commemorative pin for 30 years in the postal service, 
I stood up and delivered her eulogy just as I practiced. It was full of heart, humor, and Yankee references. I hit every beat. And my jokes were extremely well received. It was the first moment in years, maybe decades, where I truly felt proud of myself. And it was in that moment, my courage to be all that I am was restored. I stepped up and stepped into me. Now, I am fearless in the pursuit of cultivating a life that exudes kindness and enlightenment. While we wait for you, I will plant the foundation for your home. I promise to be present in each moment, to cherish you, to protect you, to teach you how to be respectful of our planet and all living things, to teach you that you are worthy, you are abundant, you are love. I promise to find balance and grounding. I promise to let go of all that does not serve me, for my emotional baggage does not define you. I promise to lead with love and surrender to the power of the universe to be in tune with the light I know I'm meant to put forth. This letter is my commitment to this journey. I am mindfully nesting for your arrival. In death, there is life, and my child, I know she is watching over you until you decide it's time to join us Earthside. I hope there's no such thing as secondhand smoke wherever you are. Teresa sure did love her cigarettes. I can't wait to meet you. With love and gratitude as deep as the universe, your future mama. P.S. You have a dog brother who's an attention whore? We'll work on that too. (laughs) Before I wrote that letter, I was living small. I was lost. I was unhappy and I couldn't quite determine why. I was convinced that my life was only about finding mediocrity and that innate call towards something bigger was just a funny joke. I carried deep wounds from being bullied in high school, barely making it out of an emotionally and physically abusive relationship, and being abandoned over and over again by friends and significant others I thought were the ones. I didn't know who I was anymore, but that letter was my commitment to finding her again. If I've learned anything since that April, it's this. The journey to healing, self-love, and finding the light within is just a series of letters to ourselves. These letters are small commitments that we make when we can't imagine going any further with our present circumstances. (laughs) They are small pivots in the right direction to discovering our true power. They are slivers of our hearts that we vulnerably surrender to the universe. I started writing these letters to my daughter as a way to express what was on my heart when I thought no one else would listen. They are my safe space to heal, question the system, release deep wounds, and come back home to myself. As I cultivated more courage and began sharing my stories, I realized how universal are our experiences. So many other mothers resonated with what I thought I was dealing with all by myself. It is now my mission to share the raw and multifaceted experience that is motherhood and womanhood because I know you need to hear it too. I hope these letters will give you the permission you're waiting for, although you don't need it from me, to be all that you are and honor your story, whether or not it looks anything like mine.
I believe letters are the most honest way to communicate because they travel in a direct line from heart to hand to paper. This collection of letters is my heart song for any mother who is ready to lead with light and own the depths of the responsibility she's been given. And while I do not intend for Luna Wilde to read these letters anytime soon, I hope the world she exists in as a woman and a mother, if that's the path she chooses, looks a lot different from the one that existed when they were written. I know in the deepest corners of my soul it will be. Thank you so much for listening to Dear Luna Wild. If this letter resonated with you, please share it with someone else who needs to hear it too today. You can find me, Lena Lemos, at I am Lena Lemos. To learn more about my book, my work as a spiritual teacher, or my spiritual cooperative, House of Enlightenedhood, you can learn more at lenalemos.com. Thank you so much for listening. With love and gratitude as deep as the universe, Lena. Lena.